0: Hi, my name's Loz and welcome to Find My Wild. This is the documentation and diarization of how I've rebuilt my life post a domestic violence abusive relationship. And today I wanna talk to you about reclaiming my power after family violence. So this one's a big one for me. This one explores how I have felt my whole life, and changing my surname and all these things. It's been a fucking week. I've really been in the feels. So I want to share my journey with you and I'd love to know what you think about it. So pop your seatbelt on, buckle in, take a deep breath, and say it with me. I am brave, I'm strong, and I'm so loved in this space. Okay, let's do it. Hello. And welcome to reclaiming my power after family violence. So the reason that I'm saying family violence now, not domestic violence and abuse, is because when I've gone to do my non-for-profit, family violence is what is um, recognised by the government, that particular wording. And as I'm setting up a non-for-profit, I'm just trying to get in the span of saying that. So I've had to write notes for today's episode because there's so much that I want to share. But what I really want to share with you is the journey that I've been on reclaiming my power and rebuilding my life. And it's been a fucking journey and I don't believe that it started the day that I left my relationship. I feel that there was so much more in it. So I've actually had to write pages and pages of notes, but I'm going to share them with you. So for those who don't know, I have recently changed my legal name and the feelings that have been associated with this have been wild. The last week has been a wild experience for me. I just thought, you know, I've had one name before and then I got married and it was a simple change of name where when you actually go on and legally change your name without a marriage certificate or something along those lines, it means that you have to surrender your birth certificate. And that's wild to me. It's, it's been like, a, like an ego death or, yeah, like an ego death is probably a great way to explain it. It's been such a big whirl of emotions for me to do that. And it's been a journey. The journey of reclaiming my power has been a 37-year journey, actually, I believe. So I thought I want to share this journey because I know that when you've come out of family violence or domestic violence or domestic abuse, reclaiming who you are, and that's the whole ethos behind Far Wild is finding that authentic person that wild version of you. So a lot of people that know me know that I like to have a party and I'm a bit of a wild child and they're like, oh, is it just because you like to get wild? And I'm like, no, the deep core roots of Find My Wild is centred around finding that wild, untouched, raw and authentic person that lives on deep inside that has been hindered by external circumstances. So 37 years might sound extreme to some when I say that's how long it's taken. But as I've sat and I've reflected and I've had a pretty heavy week within my own feelings and emotions, I feel as though I've been living a life and not feeling myself for my whole entire life. Like it's almost like I didn't feel as though I truly fitted into my surroundings. And some might think, how? Like, how does one feel like that? So for me, it just almost felt like my way of thinking was different to others. I don't often care what other people do or how they live their life. It doesn't directly affect me. I'm all for people living their best life and being happy. I don't care if someone's sexuality, my sexuality's been a bag of tricks and I don't care about it. Um, I've never really been phased by weird thoughts that people do or the way people handle with their pain or their grief or anything I've just always kind of felt as though well because I am live this different life where I believe that you know if we listen to our intuition and we believe wholly in ourselves we've actually got all the answers and I think that's where I got lost along my way is that I didn't listen to my intuition and I came bogged down by external and experiences that I was experiencing and I let them create the person that I was. So when I say it started 37 years ago, I started as a twin. For someone that didn't know that, I was a twin. Like we weren't identical but I started as a twin. Crazy I know. Um, unfortunately, my twin didn't make it. So it was just me who entered the world. I was given the name Lauren Jane and I'm going to call my birth name because of the work that I do and domestic abuse and violence and family violence, I don't want to put my family name on there. So I'm going to call myself Lauren Jane birth name for this and later on I'll have marriage name. Uh, I was the only girl in a family of four kids. I had four older brothers. They were 9, 11 and 17 years older than me. So as you can imagine, complete world of difference apart and then a little girl comes into the world. I don't remember my early years very much. Um, Vague memories here and there but not a lot. (laughs) At the age of five, my eldest brother died on his way home in a car accident and this pain and grief set the tone for Lauren Jane, birth name's life. My mum suffered great internal pain and as a mum now I understand how Well, I don't, I'll never understand, but I can understand the grief, how overwhelming the grief would have been to lose one of her children. And mum unfortunately coped with drinking and she didn't seek any support like counsellors, therapists, or any external support. My two remaining brothers uh, suffered great internal pain too, Um, from my brother dying one turned to heavy drugs and the other became angry and violent my dad so my dad is my dad and not my brother's dad's even though you know we all lived in a family home together and it was their stepdad different dna though um just did what he does best he worked and he provided for the family so lauren jane birth name became filled with anger violence drugs and drinking that's how my life became Like it was quite normal to come home and a fight had erupted. It was quite normal to come home and my brother was off his face on heroin. It was quite normal to come home and my mum was drinking. And in this space, it became a space and a place of survival. So there was no thriving here. It was day to day. It was get up, suffer, get up, suffer, get up, suffer. Each day was tense and filled with a sense of walking on eggshells. Lauren Jane, birth name, become angry and didn't have the emotional maturity to handle what was being thrown at her. I cried. I'm going to say she cried. I feel like I'm talking about a different person, which I know probably sounds crazy to people. But she cried, she drank, she partied, she had bets with her friends over who could not eat for the longest She never really felt like she was living an authentic life. Like she felt as though she was living a life based around her surroundings. She became a self sabotager who followed what she knew and she avoided feeling. Rather, she band aided those emotions. She felt different. She didn't want to be this way. She was living in her ego and she was just solely surviving. And it was what she knew. It was what her family knew. So it was quite often that her mum would say things like, you're too emotional, Lauren. Why are you crying? You're too sensitive. You take everything to heart. So Lauren Jane Birthname lived her life this way. And then when she was 18, she met a man. This man showed her all the signs that she saw growing up. So in her emotional immature state, she welcomed quote unquote normal love because that's what she knew, the the unstability, the walking on eggshells, the being tense, the not knowing where to stand, the not respectful relationship was what she knew. She went on to have a baby to this man and at the age of 23, Lauren Jane, birth name, married this man and her name changed to his. Lauren had completed nothing to heal herself. So she entered into this new phase of life with suitcases full of damage and preconditioning. Lauren Jane, married name, would go on to have another, three, uh, another two children and would move into state, would purchase a business with a work colleague. She would try to be the best mother, wife, business owner, friend that she could be with what she had preconditioned to be as a human. Lauren Jane, married name, and this man would be together for 14 years. These 14 years wouldn't be happy years. Rather, they would be quite ego-driven, narcissistic, emotionally abusive years. Throughout these years, Lauren would feel alone by surrounded by people. She would experience coercive control and emotional abuse. Slowly, Lauren would lose any sense of what and who she wanted to be, and rather she would just live the life that she had signed up for. A joking statement made in Lauren Jane Married's name's house and something her husband would say quite often was quote, there's no divorce, only murder. Lauren Jane Married name took this jokishly, but there was an awe of seriousness to it and that kept her there with the children. The abuse would escalate and one day, Lauren Jane Married name would leave this man, enter, The reclamation the reclamation was a journey of four was a journey of four and a half years it started with lauren jane married name returning to the mindset of lauren jane birth name what do i mean by that self-sabotaging to the max sex drugs alcohol band-aiding emotions lauren jane married name was living the life of a victim She felt like she was drowning in her own emotions. In all honesty, now that I look back, she had never felt like this before. How does she handle all those emotions? Lauren Jane, married name, did what she does best. She avoided. She pushed down the pain and she numbed it and decided to go on taking Valium, drinking, working. She was back to surviving back in that surviving that she grew up with, in the phase that she grew up with. But then 18 months later, Lauren Jade married name. Was at a crossroad? A, does she keep on keeping on in this life? Does she remain this victim? Or B, does she take the jump, dig in deep, heal, and create a life where her kids don't follow the same emotionally blocked human experience? Lauren Jane married name decided that she was going to do that. She was going to live out a life that made her proud and follow a life of alignment. And what did that mean to get started? She moved with her kids into state. She worked really hard and she finalized the corporate, the federal court proceedings with her ex-partner. She hired a trauma coach. She listened to her intuition. She cried she sauntered. she swam she journaled she met herself where she was emotionally fast forward to now right now in this moment she no longer sees herself as lauren jane birth name or lauren jane married name this longer is no longer a victim to herself this lauren has reclaimed her power This Lauren has used her experiences to build a platform, a 12-stage program and a soon-to-be non-for-profit to help survivors of family violence. This Lauren will now be only known as Lauren Jane. And this Lauren is me. This me is the me that I've always wanted to be, the walking contradiction, the person that goes to the beach, Let's the hair be curly. I never used to let my hair be curly. She wears no shoes. She has a couple of drinks or she stays in and does nothing. She's a lover of the world. She's the lover of people. But then at the same time, she can be hard and stand her ground. This Lauren is a contradiction and she loves herself for it. But this Lauren didn't come easy. It didn't come without sacrifice and it didn't come without doing the work to get here. So reclaiming my power whilst I'm making out as though it's a name change, there's a lot of things that have gone into that. There's a lot of healing phases. There's a lot of taking deep breaths and placing your hand on your heart and going, what does that internal me want to do? What does she want to do? What does she want to stay? say? Where does she want to be? And these things can be fucking terrifying, but believing deep within myself that these things could happen and that I had the power to do it. This is how I've slowly bit by bit by bit by bit reclaimed my power. I was on a podcast the other day and the person said, tell us how you did it. And it's like, It was lots of little things that made up the big things. It was the days when I didn't want to get out of bed and I felt down just laying in bed and letting those feelings really come over and immerse me and being in them and crying and feeling anger and feeling all those things. It was the days where I needed something to stop my brain ticking over. So I went and jumped in the ocean. It was the days when... I needed a hug. So I asked for it, which was very foreign for me. I was always known as the person that didn't want hugs. And now that I look back, that was created by Lauren Jane, married name, who was so used to just feeling tense when they got a hug or as though it was a condition or it was something that they had to give someone that they became really unconditioned to please don't touch me. So I had to relearn that. It was, as I said, seeing a trauma coach and digging into my wounds and realising that I have the power to change the way I feel. I can't erase the past and I can't erase what happened, but I have the power to decide how it comes with me in the future. And for me personally, I didn't want to take these things with me in the future. I wanted to live my best life. And the best life wasn't what I thought in my head my best life was. Like my best life wasn't the big, beautiful house and somewhat like a partner there that doesn't, you know, love me, not that that's what you think you wanted, but in return, that's what I was getting from living that life. My best life was living a life where there's happiness and ease and it's just calm. Like I don't think I ever would have thought I would have experienced a life where it was calm and I don't wake up walking on eggshells every day. So reclaiming your power is scary and it's hard and it's digging deep and it might not always be how it looks. It's not glorious and it's not beautiful, but you can do it. So if you relate to any of this at all, I want you to know that I see you. I do. I see you. I feel you. I hear you and I love you and you can do this. You can live your best life yet, whatever that fucking looks like. I would love to know what your best life looks like. Please feel free to shoot me an email at lauren at because I want to know. Take a moment, take a breath with me. Say it out loud with me. I am so brave, I'm so strong and I'm so loved in this space. Thank you for joining. And there you have it. That is my journey of reclaiming my life post-domestic a violence abusive relationship. But I can say that with these journeys, I don't feel for me as though they come to an end. I feel like I face a new challenge or I enter a new era of my life and then what I've learned in the past comes up to meet me. And sometimes that's in a negative light and I have to move through that and other times it's in a positive light. But either way, we've got this. You've got this. I've got this. We are so brave. We are so strong and we are so loved. We just have to feel it and embody it. So take a breath with me and let's say it together. I am brave. I'm strong and I'm so loved in this space. All right. Please go over to Instagram and TikTok, send some love, give me some likes, comment on a post, please reach out to me at lauren.findmyworld.com.au if you want to share your story, you can remain completely anonymous, or even if you just want to say, hey, um, have the best day and just know I love you. (sighs) See you next time.